Thanks to Claire G, Jacqueline M, Matt J, Paulin Sandy J, Nathan E, and Big Time Jim for being Patreon supporters. If you want to help support our podcast monetarily, go to patreon.com slash what we remember. Get your name read at the beginning of every episode. Help us make more episodes and provide this content. And also additional content like Andy Loves Chips, which is now on its own podcast feed. Please search for Andy Loves Chips, rate, like, and subscribe. There will be new episodes showing up every Friday starting tomorrow. But right now, there's two new episodes that have never been on this feed that you can listen to right now. So tell your friends, tell your family, it's Andy Loves Chips. Thanks. Okay. You have the record button closest to you. You're the record guy now. That's Andy. That's the record guy. That's Andy. It's my theme show tagline. It's, it's the one thing Andy. you do now is to hit that record button. Andy, I'm what, the recordist. It's what they call me. The recordist. Andy, what's your what's your catchphrase? Uh, be like, uh, that's what I do. <laughs> that's <laughs> <classic>. Andy. <laughs> My name is Bradley Jones. I'm Andrew Moltenauer. And I'm Andy Hubert. And this is not a movie review podcast, but a podcast where we try to remember what happened in a movie we haven't seen in a very, very long time. This is what we remember about Bowfinger? Were there two or three bad guys in Home Alone? And who was that forgetful fish in Finding Nemo? Join us as we're watching films. See what we remember and what memories we kill. Let's start the show. Here we go. This is what we remember. Bowfinger! <laughs> I made that joke earlier. You did, I stole it. <laughs> I ripped it right from you. Not Goldfinger. Oh. Bowfinger. Oh, well, like, I'm, I'm like leaving. I thought this was Goldfinger. I'm out of here. Like the middle finger? I could only do Golden Eye if we ever did a James Bond movie. (laughs) It's the only one I've seen. Dude, Goldfinger's a ridiculous one. Goldfinger? I think you do a gold member better than Goldfinger. Fort Knox. That's weird. Is there a guy named Fort Knox that they rob? They mug him on the street? Okay, get off me. That would make more sense than the actual. (laughs) I was just walking down the street to my job. You robbed a knot. Oh, (laughs) my God. Well, I'll be. Dang it. Why Don't rob it? me. Why did my parents name me Fort Knox? <laughs> <laughs> he should name his kid Fort Knox. Everyone keeps trying to rob me. <laughs> I was bound to get knocked over the head. <laughs> I get knocked out, but I get up again. <laughs> oh, oh, but no, no, we're talking about oh, Who's in this movie, Andy? Go. All right, this is my bit. We got Steve Martin. Boom. We got Eddie Murphy. Gah. I think David Tell is in this. I think you might be right. Um, Heather Graham. I think that same lady from the Birdcage, Brad, that we were Diane wondering. Diane Weiss? No. We've done like seven lady. Diane Weiss films. That's true. <laughs> the other lady who. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Just shoot me. Nope, she's Spin not in that City. movie. No, she's not in that movie. <laughs> yeah. She plays uh, Leonard's mom in The Big Bang Theory. Oh, oh her most yes. Known right, I know what you're right. talking about. Yeah, now I know what you're talking about. <laughs> right, we all know. Okay, let's be honest. We all have seen it. <laughs> it's the most popular TV show in the last like 15 years. I know, and reason. I don't know why, but moving on. <laughs> Same reason why Baby <laughs> think, Andy's I think, trending. I think she's also on The Good Wife. I think she's well, that makes like, sense. Yeah, she's on. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think she's in this. Give me Allison Janney over her any day of the week, mm-hmm. you know, or give me both. Uh, yeah. We also have Eddie Murphy. I was about to say. <laughs> oh, you didn't say that one I was going to say. No, Eddie, there's two Eddie Murphys. Oh, that's true. There are okay, two Eddie Murphys. Yeah. He's played two parts. Yeah, pre-Norbit. Yeah. Yep. Post-Coming to America. Post. There's four, like, Eddie Murphys pre, in that movie. Pre-Pluto pre Nash. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre, Pre-Pluto Nash. Post the clumps. No, not the clumps. The first one. <laughs> What's the Nutty Professor? <laughs> the Nutty Professor. I, I almost said Doctor Doolittle again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the second time. It'd be I've really hard to put like Eddie Murphy movies in order. Oh my god! Between like '95 and 2003, they're all the same. That'd be very they're difficult. They're all the same. Holy Man, Beverly oh, Hills. Holy crap! <laughs> three Beverly Hills got three. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. <laughs> it was the Wally World. Yeah. Or whatever. Wacky World. Uh, Wally World. Wally no. World's no, 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 that is National Lampoon. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, I'm trying to think of some other people. I know there's an Indian guy. There's a guy from India. Okay. Because he's like the cameraman. 
Okay. There's a late, there's a, not a lady, there's a guy in the movie that always wants to sleep with Heather Graham. Is he like a famous oh, guy? Oh, Heather Graham is in this movie. Is there like I a, already said Heather you Graham. You did already see Heather Graham. I think oh, you might okay. have even said it too. No, I didn't. You said it. Oh. Yeah. Well, Andy said Andy it. Andy said, said it. Then you said it. Then okay. I said it. There's another guy in this movie. We all movie said it. <laughs> because there's a weird moment that sticks out to me hmm. where she'll sleep with him, but only if he wears three condoms. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, that's that. I, I remember the line you're talking about. Triple your protection. <laughs> he has a line that's like, maybe I can only wear two condoms next time. Yep. Jamie Kennedy? Is Jamie Kennedy in this movie? He might. Is that the guy? I hope might not. Be. I think he that could, might be the he guy. Might be. Right. I think that might we be. We just yeah. saw Enemy of the State at Jamie Kennedy in it. Yeah. Ooh. It had everybody in it. I was That's true. Why? That's true. That movie. Had Jack Black. Uh, yeah. Yep. Everyone who was a person in that movie was Seth a famous Green. person of some kind. Yeah. It's like a Gary moment Busey? in the 90s. Jake Busey. Jake. Yeah. So we got. <laughs> He's like, please. Did you say Jake. Steve Martin? <laughs> Steve Martin just plays one part. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure he has a long ponytail in this movie that's concealed by a hat most of the time, which mm-hmm. confused me. Sure. The second time I watched it, I was like, he has a ponytail? <laughs> Wait a minute. What? I was like, is he emulating some specific I was person? Probably a director of some kind. Some director in the 90s? Yeah. yeah. We're, we're neglecting to say that this movie is about. Making, making movies yeah, it's very yeah yeah so, are they trying to make a bad movie no no they're trying to make his dream movie but he only has like two thousand dollars to do it is it his dream movie or is it a movie that he thinks will just make him famous i, th- I think or he's trying to make a quick again? buck yeah is it? i thought he was like it was he like, I think he like had... finds a script that isn't his or something oh, like i that. thought he had the script and he's like it was always his dream to make it the so indian guy up. is the one that wrote the, wrote script. the script oh okay. he's just the director gotcha is he pulling the wool over somebody's eyes, like a producer or I somebody, like, like promise over promising stuff? Yes. he over promises every single person in this this whole movie. Yeah, uh-huh. he tells thing. everyone that it's a whole thing. Like everyone is is it's a big being Hollywood movie, big Hollywood film I'm making. Yeah, yeah. come to me. Like, yep. That's how it, that's movie. like that's how he gets the film equipment because he like lies to the re- like the rental place and mm. they let him rent all the gear and. Can we do this? Will uh, this work if we do uh, it? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Probably. Yeah, yeah, you could do the thing that that um, the Drew Barrymore documentary guy did. He just rented a camera from Best Buy and then like returned it before it was too late. Yeah, and then he just went to a different Best Buy and rented a camera from there. It's like, not renting. He, got, like, he third... bought them. He then he and then he returned them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Best Buy is a weird return we can do policy. That. They do. Yeah, you can pretty much. Yeah, if anything within that thirty days, I'll just take it. Well, some things are fourteen days. Well, whatever. Well, you got a movie to shoot. Yeah, you got to move quick. Have, I can shoot a movie in Just get your pre-production days. nailed do down that. so you have your, your shoot schedule all squared away, and then nothing goes wrong on set. <laughs> yeah. And this, I, I'm, I'm really thinking that he's he got some kind of, I don't know, debt that's building up, and he's like, I need to pump out a Probably. movie really fast. He gets so some gonna bills be something in the that, mail. Like, the bills are piling up. Yeah, I mean, I know he's like, he's like desperate notices. to do something, but I also thought there was like a thing where he finally, he like had promised himself that once he saves a certain amount, he was going to make this movie. And like, he finally put that in there. But then I'm like, why would he only save that much? Money? Yeah. And the, the, the guy that wrote the movie, he's like trying to like get him like, Hey, I've, I've been working on this thing. And like, you, you haven't looked at it. Like it's time to finally do this thing. Mm-hmm. But that's not really the reason why he does it. There's some other background thing. Steve Martin's a swindler. He is. He takes yeah. people, yeah. he takes advantage of people. Yep. Yes. Definitely. He's a bad man. Mm-hmm liar but he, he has good intentions kind of yeah he's a liar liar yeah yeah i mean he wants to make a movie mm-hmm. he just yeah he just he doesn't just have the he means goes or about the, really it in the, the cheapest the possible yeah. way is he also a fall from grace character where yes. he used to be like a big he used to be a big thing and now guy? he's like now he's like d-list director no guy. i Nobody don't i don't calls. think so i think he's always been d-list and he's just like trying to do that next thing that's gonna get him to be able to be famous because mm. i think there's a scene early on where he runs into at some Eddie ceremony Murphy. or something like that he runs into someone that is like successful and who he wants to actually be okay um and it i, I don't know maybe it's like steven that spielberg? could be a, yeah he runs to steven spielberg yeah he's like oh we went to school together <laughs> god we make my movie <laughs> that was like the worst steve martin it's not terrible for it um but yeah i, I think there's there's gotta be some other motivator I don't know. I just got to get that money. Got to get that money. He's got to make money. Gotta it's all about the money. Mm-hmm. And gotta he, get that money. And how 
so he's got like the most of the movie takes place in like an office. It is almost his house as well. Uh, it's his yeah. house. Yeah. Okay. And he has people like come in for auditions and things. Mm-hmm. Yep. He pretty much hires everyone anyone who comes. Do you know in. the name of the movie that he's making? Bowfinger. I oh no. I do. I guessed it. Oh, Andy does, and so do I. I got it. It's Chubby Rain. Chubby Rain. Chubby Rain. <laughs> my movie's is called working... Chubby Rain. Is that a working title? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if Steve Martin says that. Cause... Is his name Bowfinger? What's the Bowfinger I'm pretty sure his name is Bowfinger. His name is Alex Bowfinger? I Probably. Yeah. yeah. Weird. Jason Bowfinger. Bo Bowfinger. Ronald, Bo... Ronald Bowfinger. <laughs> Ronald? Ronald Brobringer. Ronald Brofinger. A couple added letters there. So he gets Heather Graham. He's like she's a, a, what, a James Bond yeah. type character, but it's there's a lot of like aliens in, in the movie that he's making too. Oh, yeah. in Chubby Rain? Yeah. So he's kind of making like an action James Bond action space sci-fi, kind of sci-fi thing, yeah. movie. How it's, does he get costumes and makeup and stuff for this these things? thrift stores yeah he basically like scraped together like i think the crew He's sews these costumes together like the the gear he gets for free because he knows the guy at the studio uh like rent like rental house for all the gear so like like they get basically like the film he gets is like all the spare the leftover film from other shoots <laughs> that they didn't use so he only has like so much of it <laughs> well, those he, are some good details Andy. is yeah. he guaranteed money if he finishes the film is that part of an aspect of the movie like he's so desperate mm. just to get anything, just That's get, a good na- get ninety minutes of anything. Right. I've already got it sold to these weird distributors. I yeah. gotta make this film. And oh, I know maybe, it's gonna make some. Yeah. Money. Maybe he does. He may like. He he basically talks up a deal for it. Like he basically sells this fake movie before mm-hmm. it exists, maybe, and that's why he's desperate to make it. Oh, and I know he like sells it on the fact that Eddie Murphy, is the gonna movie star, is gonna be in it. Uh huh. Is how he sells it. Um, and then he cannot get Eddie <laughs> Murphy interested in being no. In it. Right. Lucky he Which find, is he like the pursuit scene. of the movie. Yeah, because there's a bunch of scenes like, where he's like trying to get him to read the script. Mm-hmm. Right. Early on, like he, I think he even goes to Eddie Murphy's house he does. somehow. He He finds him on the street, I think. Yeah. And like tries to get him to read the dialogue. He tries to solicit him. Or, right. Yeah. He like sneaks in the gate with like a limo at some point. And, and, and Eddie Mur- is he Eddie Murphy playing Eddie Murphy or is he playing like another fictional actor? Is he playing, he's playing like, like uh, Lance Drumstorm? Is he like some other fictional Famous oh, guy? Uh, yeah, he's yeah. like a super famous celebrity. But not Eddie Murphy. But he's not, he's not yeah, playing he's himself. Not playing he's himself. not playing himself. No, right. no. He's Lance Drumstorm. Yes. Yeah. Great. Playing Ronald Bowfinger. <laughs> <laughs> By Eddie Murphy. Um, yeah, so there's a couple layers there. But he's super famous. Mm-hmm. He's also a Scientologist. Okay, so maybe a little bit of Tom Cruise is in there. Isn't Heather Graham like a scientist or something like that? Because she's like constantly trying to change her character. Isn't no, that, is that I a don't think so. She's just like she's like the stereotypical like kind of airheaded starlet kind of person. Like she's trying to make it, you know, in Hollywood. So like this is her big break. But she's mm. like I thought there's like airhead. I thought like everyone in the movie was also trying to like improvise or change things or well she's constantly and Steve Martin's like no 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 just just read the script it's fine it's like well, I don't really know my character's motivation yeah, yeah well I like that's he... part of the joke is that she's not very like uh, she's not a deep person but mm-hmm. she's constantly trying to overthink how like to do the movie I think, oh, okay. is the idea I think the other layer on top of that is like Steve Martin doesn't care how this is going to turn out he's yeah. just trying he needs to, to get that 90 minutes out. like they, yeah well and all their shoots they're not are like working with the same information that he has yes and all their shoots are like on the street like improvised yep. and like they only have a few minutes to get whatever they mm-hmm. need so like he's just trying to get it done yeah uh, especially when they once they once he figures out how to get eddie murphy into the film which is to basically just ambush him on the street <laughs> yeah yeah find out what his schedule is and just start following. But nobody him. else knows this. He tells them all that Eddie, Eddie Murphy's he's agreed he's, to do the film. Yeah, but yes. but but this is his method. Is that yeah. he never interacts with anyone You're else the on cast. the film. He'll never acknowledge them. And yeah, like all their scenes. So like right. that's his, he's spontaneous. Like it's right. part You're of not his supposed to interact with them whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Is Bowfinger like an adjective? Can you get like Bowfingered? That's what I was thinking. Or like verb, it's some rather? kind of move that he yeah. has. Hmm. Is, is it? Is it like? Or it's like it's sig- his signature move. Yeah. Do you, I don't. You, I don't think this is a thing at all. No, it's probably not. Like getting like, brainwashed the lore or getting of, like chubby like, training somebody. That, yeah. Is it like to bowfinger them? We all got bowfingered. Do you think like there's gaslighting? a? Do you think there's a chubby rain wiki <clears throat> out there? Oh man, they don't. Is there like a chubby, chubby rain like extended universe? Like, yeah. you think there's a chubby rain extended? Because we're mm. that's what you're basically talking about. I like this idea. Mm. What is a bow finger? 
That's going to be on there. That's the first <laughs> entry. We need, we, need to, we need to know more about the Bowfinger EU. Like, get all the books. <laughs> what and... a weird title for a film. It is. It, it is. tells you nothing about Dude, the Dude, I remember yeah, my parents had this and Bullworth next to each other in VHS <laughs> What's tapes. What's the difference? I don't know. I, as a kid, I, I had no clue. And they both looked all, like awful movies I didn't want to watch. And then I will finally say, I watched I have Bowfinger never and I was seen... like, oh. Yeah, I have never seen the other one you said. Bullworth, yeah. Bullworth. I've never seen that, but every time I see the cover, I've I'm like, cover. what is this movie about? It's, it's like, like a lady dr- coming out of his mouth. mouth. Yeah. It's weird. It's I'm weird. like, what is this? Is it like mm-hmm. a political movie Is it something? a... Uh, there's a guy that that movie is like based off of. So I, I watched it when I was like eight, along with this one. I watched this one, and I was like, oh, wow, my parents have some interesting movies on their shelves. Maybe the other one's good, too. And then I put that one in and was like, nope. And I turned that one off. Now, like, again, like that was eight-year-old movies, me yeah. not being interested in this movie. And I do think they're it like, is hey, much more of a... it's not a cartoon. Yeah. I was like, nah. Is Warren Beatty in Bullworth? Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, he that's is. him. Mm-hmm. That's him. Yeah. It's a, it's a weird movie. Hmm. As far as I can remember from when I was a kid watching a movie that disappointed me. That is one movie, if someone asked me what year that came out, I would not have any <sighs> no. idea. What movie did Bowfinger come out? 97. I saw it in theaters. Did you really? Wow. Mm-hmm. This movie reason. made me excited about filmmaking. Yeah? I was like, yeah, this is like kind of like, oh, you can first... make movies? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's it like my cool first kind of introduction way. to that. Well, like I said, there are fun moments that kind of go behind the scenes of how a movie is made. Like mm-hmm. when they're doing the, the equipment and they're getting it from the like the warehouse. It's meta. And yeah. You're like, oh. You ever see The Player? That came out a few years before this. I yes. watched the opening scene, obviously. We have like to. It a long take. Yeah. yeah, it's like an eight-minute take. That movie's really good. I love that movie. Yeah, it's in the same vein in a way. Yep. I've wanted to watch it, and I, I started it, but then... The the thing with... Uh, um, oh, now I forget his name, the director that made that. All of his movies are a little bit slow and a little bit drug out. They are, yeah. So it, it, sometimes it's hard to really get into them. Mm-hmm. There's another one I'm trying to think of the title of. It's got Steve Buscemi in it. He's trying to make a movie. Catherine Keener. Oh. And um, like it goes to like three different days in the movie, but some of it's like super real, like hyper realistic. And um, hmm. Dermot Mulroney, and or Dylan McDermott's in it. I think it's Dermot Mulroney though. <laughs> <laughs> <But>. <laughs> that's like a that's a, some Wheel of Fortune before and yeah. after. But it's a huh. that's a good movie. I'll talk I, about it in the second. Okay, part I can't think of that. Yeah, it's a good one. Tibo Semi's trying to make a movie. It's yeah. like wacky hijinks on a set. There's like uh, other ones that I've seen on like Comedy Central, like The Last Shot, I think it is, with um, mm, okay. Alec Baldwin. And, is The Last Picture Show about making a movie? I don't no. Know. What is I that movie about, about? That's about like... What's uh, that movie about? I think it's about just a young couple. Let's take a quick break and talk about what that movie about. This is a <laughs> my new segment I did podcast. Hey, Andy, can I ask you something? <laughs> <laughs> Last Picture Show. What that movie about? I think... I think I, I, I'll get this one. I swear. It's about. It's about the last picture shot. Oh, he got it. He got it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That will, that will never come back. That's going to become. That was bad. No, no, that was fine. What the heck are we talking about? Making movies within a movie. Yeah, yeah. Which is what Steve Merritt's trying to do. Yeah. And he's got a hat on a lot of the movie, mm-hmm. like he said. So, okay, he ends so, up making the what's like the he's what, where's the part where he's got to cross that street? Oh man! Andy, oh, okay, Andy. that comes that comes way later. later. Andy, what if the ponytail is a fake ponytail? It might be, and Ooh, they reveal it comes the off. that it's a, yeah, <laughs> he like pulls the hat comes off, off and has the ponytail. Yeah, the ponytail's attached to the hat. Yeah, um, I think like the first thing they do is they hire a crane, and so Fraser Crane. They know what Eddie Murphy's schedule is, where he's coming and going, and they decide to just have the crane slowly follow him as he's just like walking out of buildings and stuff. <laughs> and like he he starts to get kind of suspicious, like he's yes hearing people, he's hearing the car, he's and he like keeps looking around, but he doesn't see anything. So there's there's a lot of like Eddie Murphy thinks he's going so crazy. That he actually thinks the movie is real. Oh, that's what yes. this is built they upon. They bowfinger him. Yes, and, and so that ties into like <laughs> maybe that's what that is. That ties into like the whole like sign. It's not called Scientology. It's called something else. But like he, he keeps running to like his, like the his guy to get his the his thread or whatever, his and he's kind back. of being like, and then this crazy stuff's happening, man. I don't understand. Yeah. Like he's slowly going nuts throughout the 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 movie. Um, and yeah, it gets is convinced that these aliens are real things. Whoa. It's kind of like, dude, where's my car? 
except what if someone hired all those people <laughs> to, to interact with oh. the dudes? Yes, that's a, yeah, that's a really interesting. So that's way what's to put going it. on in Eddie Murphy's head. Mm-hmm. I thought there was like a littler Eddie Murphy in his head. In his head. That's Dave. He's like a Russian doll. (laughs) No, it's Dave. Yeah, that's the plot of Dave. (laughs) Yeah. So have we talked about Eddie Murphy's other character yet? We, I mean, we we, have. We totally said he's in it twice, which is like a weird plot element. He's this nerdy guy with cornrows. Is it his brother? He's his brother. Yeah, it's his brother. brother. And I was like, what? That's weird. But he's kind of like a simpleton. He's a very like goofy guy. Like he has like braces on. Super shy. Wears like red turtlenecks. He's shy, Ronnie. He talks weird. Yeah. Yeah, he he's like he's the exact opposite of Eddie Murphy. Right. So they hire him, yep. and they're like, well, all the scenes that we need close-up, we'll just have you do them. That's how you get to that car scene where he has to cross the highway back and forth. And Steve Martin has lied to him. Yeah. Saying that they're on a movie set. <laughs> yeah. And everything's timed out. They're all stunt fine. drivers. Yeah. 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 And so he just says, all you have to do is just go out to the middle, and then just come right back. <laughs> And so it takes a lot of preparation for him to finally get to that yeah. point. He's squealing and crying like a little baby. Yeah. Yeah. And he just keeps telling him, it's just a movie. It's just a movie. <laughs> this, is, this is risky. He's going to murder him. This is like Frogger. Steve yeah. Martin. <laughs> Come on. Don't murder this guy. Right. Okay, but first, let's do this one more time. Is this where the, where the jig is up? Do they, they realize oh, no. that, the, that he's doing a bad... I that Steve Martin did a bad thing. Actually, that that's a good question. I think um, the cat oh, get out of the bag. Some how does the, the cat know, get I out know of the bag? It's it's at the very end. Okay, it takes till the very end for that to actually happen. And I remember the scene that it takes place in. Okay. But before then, um, so I I mean I guess basically they just continue to do the movie. And it's just about yeah, trying to get that ball rolling. Weird scenes. Things yeah, I'm happening. trying to like. People are developing relationships, I guess. Heather Graham might there's be more funny. Up there's the shots Jamie like Kennedy. where the, the ones where they're like filming any interview from across the street and like have, have Heather Graham like just walk up to him and start saying lines to him. And yeah, um, she speaks in like a weird accent or she keeps changing her accent or something. Oh, that might be maybe. I think she's playing an alien Oh. or something like that. Hmm. And there, there's other parts where by the time Eddie Murphy starts to think he's going crazy or he's like on the edge he's like telling all of his buddies like he has like groupies that follow him like bodyguards he starts telling them like hey i've been seeing these things or like interacting with these people and i don't know what's going on Mm -hmm. so i think he starts to see like doctors and stuff like he sees a psychiatrist maybe Uh, or a psychologist uh, like in space jam when i think yeah i think that like the the scientology church guys are like they kind of they like have an investigator start poking around because they're worried about like one of their high profile people going nuts and so, like, they're the ones that are kind of looking into the, what's happening or something, maybe. I might maybe, be making that up, maybe. but I think that's... It sounds right. Happening. It could be. Um, so, by... Menon. By Menon. By... Menon. By... Curious. I think it all culminates at the end where they're at a... Chili's observatory. They're at Chili's. They're at Chili's. Okay. Observing space. (laughs) The Griffith. Yeah. Griffith Observatory. Okay. And they have one final day where they're like, "Okay, we have all these shots to do. This is the end sequence, the climax, and we need to convince Eddie Murphy to go through all these steps." So really, what's happening is Heather Graham is walking Eddie Murphy through all of this as they're like shooting the final sequences. And there's like aliens coming at him and stuff, and there's Mm -hmm. like. There's like going to be a giant spaceship above them, and yeah. So um, they're they're like they planned it all out, and they they are walking him through that whole process. Mm-hmm. And I guess I'm just getting it to the end here. Yeah, keep going. Does he have to like secretly like ha- like ha- sign a release form? Is it like one big part of the thing? Like, <laughs> you you got to sign yeah. this document, and the aliens will stop. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure. Oh, I bet like you're that. right. It's like, like yeah, that. just to the side. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, and, and it, he does get to the, uh, he, he gets to the top of the observatory and really like the point is Steve Martin wants this one final shot. There's yeah. this one piece of dialogue that holds the entire movie together. Yep. The critical line. It's a critical line. Chub it rain. It's like the yippee ki of, of his movie. What movie is that from? Die Hard. No. Motherfucker. No. That's not from Die Hard. <laughs> No. So that's the line that he has to say. So 
Um, yeah, Heather Graham actually does have like some kind of Swedish accent. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, because she's at, she's like basically like keeps popping up and saying like, all you gotta do is just say this line, and then he's like looking up. There's a giant beam of light just from like a helicopter beaming down on him, and he's like about to say the line. And she like pops up and he's like, all you gotta do is just say this one little line, and she just feeds it to him again, and then he's like. She's like, keeps popping up, and he just doesn't say it. Whoa, why not? I don't know. Can't do it. He doesn't say it. Doesn't say it. He's too afraid? Something happens, know? and uh, it, it all falls apart on, on them, just okay. at the last minute. I'm not really sure exactly what happens, but, but that's... I would have to imagine everyone's pissed off at Steve Martin for lying to them. That's got to be a thing. Yeah. Yeah, there's they a... Lie to me, dog. I think like right after that happens, there's just like a time lapse where it just jumps forward and they basically scrap the movie. They put it aside and they're like, okay, we're not going to do this. We didn't finish the movie. We can't finish the movie. It's completely worthless. And so the the one thing that uh, Steve Martin uh, tells one of his interns is just at one point he's like, just follow Eddie Murphy around and get some like B-roll. Just do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's right. So this is getting into... That was something, yeah, in the, really early in the movie, he just has, like, yeah, he just assigns one of the guys on the crew to just, like, follow him around, like, all the time. Like, always be filming him, basically. Yeah. Get whatever they need. Like, whatever you get might be usable. Yep. And so, he doesn't know... This. Do you know how... You want to take it? So, like, so he's... Are they just, school like, spooling through this footage? Yeah. Because they basically find, like, something they can blackmail him with. Like, yeah. they recorded him doing something that... Uh, I don't know if it's something <laughs> you know that, like, I don't remember what it is. <laughs> okay. Um, he's at a L.A. Lakers game, and okay. the he he goes up in maybe, like, I don't know, in their, like, locker room area or, like, that little hallway mm-hmm. or whatever. He goes up to a Lakers cheerleader, and he's wearing a giant trench coat, and he just opens it up, and <laughs> yes, she just sir. laughs at him. Yeah. She, she like, looks at it, and she's like, oh what is that and like <laughs> he gets this footage and so he's like well we have this footage of you flashing this girl and her laughing at you know your, your how thing. big it is yeah yeah and so we're like okay maybe we can use this maybe we could send this over and get him to say that final line mm-hmm. and agree to be in the movie and, and it, so that's the compromise and is it like jump cut then to like the, the final shot with him make saying the line yeah. like they actually get it <laughs> i think it jump cuts even further to like the premiere, premiere. i think you're right it, well, yeah, and it's the last shot and it's like actual high quality production yeah value. all of a yeah. sudden yeah, like, yeah, yeah. it's like, like saying the line it's like 1080 or whatever yeah you know and they're like super... oh okay so they finished the movie yeah and and then it's uh it brings all the characters back together because they're at the premiere and yeah. you, you want to see, see all of them work. and they're like oh I did that I was the costume designer or I was the alien or mm-hmm. you know you get to see all of them like proud of the their moments their parts yeah did something even creative. though the movie's probably trash it's trash but they don't care they had a fun time doing it because mm-hmm. it's Hollywood Brad they'll sell that trash you know it's, it's Hollywood baby it's <laughs> put on Netflix dog yeah why is a lot of head shaking happening put on Netflix <laughs> I like dog Brad that's just Hollywood baby <laughs> yeah that's how we do it want to buy a water well, I don't know this Bobby Neck thing is going on that's Hollywood <laughs> bring him back bobbleheads <laughs> did they ever go out of style yes oh they did okay. yep I'm 2004 sorry. Well, Jesus, I better shut down my bobblehead business. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it shut itself down by now. Oh, I have all 500. <laughs> I got a warehouse of these things. Anything else you I got? I don't know. I, I, think, Finger uh, movie? I don't think I have anything else. You think David Tell's in this film? I don't know. It wouldn't, it wouldn't <laughs> surprise fun. me. This I was, threw it out there. This was late 90s. This it's was when maybe. he had, like, right before he had his, his show for, like, two years. I thought it, it was weird something. that they made a movie with Steve Martin and Eddie Murphy and didn't, like, have them in scenes together a lot of the time. I know. Mm. Like, the script weird. actually restricted them from being together. Right. Yeah. That's they literally cannot interact with each other. It's... He talks to his brother a few times, I guess, but that's not the Eddie Murphy character you want yeah. to be. Yeah. His brother's, with like, Steve kind Martin. of, like, annoying at times. Yep. He's just an annoying character character weird he's kind yeah. of like this steve urkley kind of character yeah. yeah he's wearing like he's a thin fat albert he's he's, he's, Nor- he's thin fat he's norbit well no, i'm saying he's, he's like norbit. literally wearing the fat albert outfit oh okay. like he has like a white button-up shirt and a and a red sweater or something like that i think you're right you're acting like i haven't seen norbit and you haven't seen norbit Hey, come on. It's I have same not character. seen Norbit. <laughs> everybody's seen norbit <laughs> i have know, that we know norbit you've seen it made a lot of times. money 
The one time that someone f- had convinced me to watch Norbit, I fell asleep really fast. <laughs> Classic Andy. I know. I was I was happy. <laughs> was it Eddie Murphy? That'd be, that'd be mean. He asked me. Yeah, it's a pretty. He's like, hey, like, Andrew, can you come over and watch, watch Norbit with, with me? me? I want to make yeah. sure. I was you like, like sure, it. Eddie Murphy, I'll do that. <laughs> Dude, it's gonna be like when, like, it's it's the, it's a ringing endorsement when Andy doesn't fall asleep during a movie. Yeah. You're like, oh wow, really? Like that's just what he does, though. <laughs> What's some of your favorite Stephen Martin and Eddie Murphy films? Um, I love Beverly Hills Cop. Mm-hmm. That is a really good one. Um, Roxanne. I haven't LA seen it. L.A. Story. Haven't seen it. Three Amigos. I love Three Amigos. I haven't seen it. I haven't uh, seen a lot of Steve Martin movies, actually. Ooh, I've seen The Jerk. The Jerk's good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fantasia 2000. Is that Eddie Murphy? What? He hosts... No, he is <laughs> Steve Martin. He hosts, uh, he hosts like a bunch of it. Um, the... Golden Child? Fa- no, oh, The Golden Child. I love that uh, movie. Father of the Bride? Father of the Bride 1 no, and 2. I was going to say uh, The Flower Shop? or the, There's um, a movie that he directed yeah, in 2005 Flower with Girl. Claire Danes. The Flower Girl. That movie's really good. Oh, I've, I heard that was really good. I, I love that movie. Metro? Metro. I haven't seen Metro. Nobody has. Nobody's seen Metro. I haven't seen another 48. Actually, we started that and we turned it off. Yeah, that wasn't good. Yeah. Cheaper by the Dozen. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it. Is, yeah. Cheaper by the Dozen 2, I think it was a thing. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Which one had uh, Dennis Quaid in it? Which one am I thinking of? <laughs> both? <laughs> it might be both. Is it a both? <laughs> is Steve Martin in Cheaper by the Dozen? Oh, I think he's in the first one, yeah. yeah. Uh, or am I thinking of a different film altogether? Bring nope. Down the House? Hmm. Bring it down. The, bring it down. The house is a good movie. Oh, you got, oh my you got, gosh! You got Gene Levy and Steve Martin and Queen Latifah. That's a good movie. That's a combo or a trio that will create some awesomeness. I like I Spy. That came out around this time. Oh, I forgot about I Spy. I, like I do I Spy. like that movie. I love the Nutty Professor. I think that's a fantastic mm-hmm. film. Yeah, I saw it as a kid and I loved it. I'm, I don't know if it holds up, but. It's uh, it makes you makes me angry. Really, the movie oh. makes me upset oh. to no end because okay. of how mean Eddie Murphy gets when he's skinny. Oh, when he goes yeah. to that comedy store and he like makes fun of Dave Chappelle. I'm like, ease up, bro. I don't know though because I'm on the other end. No. When Dave Chappelle mm, made fun mm, of mm, fat mm, 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 mm. nutty professor, I felt really bad for him. Dave mm. Chappelle was a comedian doing his job. And this, he's just getting heckled, and he's just a mean old jerk, and Dave Chappelle cries at the end of that. I mean, but he picked on a man for something that, like, he wasn't trying to be the center but of Eddie, attention. But, Eddie, but he did it in a fun way, and Eddie Murphy did it in a mean way. This no, is, he mm, bent mm, over, mm, 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 his mm. fat butt was up, and Dave Chappelle was like, look at that fat butt! <laughs> that's comedy, Andy. Okay, that's comedy. He, like, dropped something. Eddie Murphy's all, all like, laughing through the whole time he's talking, too. It's like a... That and, scene but is just he laughs, upsetting. He laughs, but inside, you can tell he's crying. Yeah. Yeah. And he tries to make his, the moves on that cute girl, and I'm just like, dude. Yeah. yeah. She Who liked, he? she liked with... you when you was fat. She hates Who you when you was skinny. Who was that Was that Jada Pickett-Smith? No. No. Okay. Never mind. Right. Join us in part two. We'll talk about Nutty Professor. Please. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> we got right. And what we got wrong. And more Eddie Murphy and the Steve Barton movies that we missed. Do you have any experience in motion pictures? Oh, uh, yeah, quite a bit, actually. I have quite a bit of experience. I'm an uh, active uh, renter at Blockbuster, and I um, attend the film to cinema uh, as, as much as possible, weekly, bi-weekly, interweek, intermediately. Would you be willing to cut your hair? Oh. Yes, but um, it's usually better if someone else does it. I've had a few accidents. Um, can you see without your glasses? Oh, yeah, I can see. <clears throat> I don't really see well, but I can see. Do you have contacts? I, I, have, a, I have contact lenses. I can wear my contact lenses. That'll that help. Mm-hmm. Can I put my glasses back on? Sure, please. Get, put get, your glasses get, back get, on. I'm going to get a little headache. Would you be uh, willing to show your naked rear end in a movie?
Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> this is hard. Uh, just one more question. In addition to being a major star in this film, would you also be willing to run errands? Oh, gosh. I, I'm really hoping to get a career running errands. That'd be a major boost for me. What'd you say your name was? Um, Jeffinson. Jeffinson? Jeff. Uh, Jeff, my friends call me Jeff. Jeff, well, Jeff, welcome aboard. Here's your wardrobe. <laughs> All right. All right, awesome. Awesome. All right. Welcome back to the Mindhead podcast. We watch Bowfinger. It was Bowtastic. Are you guys in the part of the Mindheads? Yeah. <laughs> yes. That, it is just Scientology. It's yeah, just, it's just for straight sure. up. I feel Without like I was too too young when I first saw this movie to understand what Scientology what a cult was. was. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't. I probably didn't know about Scientology until much after that. <laughs> so yeah, he's in Mindhead. Yeah, and keep it together. 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 Keep yes. it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. There's a couple of moments in this movie that we missed. Uh-huh. And mixed up and kerfluffled. I hope you have notes. I haven't got a couple notes. Okay. All right. Did you? Did we say that Bob Downey Jr. is in this movie? I don't no. know. We did. I don't. Robbie think we Downs did. is in this film. He's a, he's a yeah. D- no one brought it up. Studio. You said David Tell was in this movie. <laughs> we did. David Tell is nowhere. <laughs> he to be is seen. not at all in this movie. <laughs> he could have been. <laughs> yeah, he definitely maybe. Could have been. Uh-uh. Yeah. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Been, could have been Tom Sizemore. You know. Could have been Tom Selleck for all I know. That's true. Yeah, and he and uh, Robert Downey Jr. is playing some agent. And uh, Steve Martin wants to, yeah. yeah, wants to impress him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a fun scene where he rips like the phone out of a car or something. Yeah, and has a cord on it, and he's trying to make a big deal. Yeah, yeah but you yeah. can like see that the cord <laughs> Steve is like, not bad. attached. He's a bad conman. Yeah. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Which is what this is. He's a conman the entire time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And he says at the end it was a beautiful lie. Well, that's what the lady says, or she says it. Was I didn't a even. I, did I, I forget to look her name up. We've talked oh, about her yeah, too much. Right. No, it's so the birthday lady. It's like Christine. I'll do yeah, it. She's, I'll, she's I'll in the Good Wife. Time, yeah. She's in so much. She has her own spinoff from the Good Wife. I think now on TV. Oh yeah. What's that called? Uh, the newer Good Wife. The the Good Lawyer. Oh. <laughs> Like the Good Doctor. That's another show. Everything's the Good Something. The, the Good the Place. Good son. The Good oh, Son. Oh my gosh. I'd watch that show. <laughs> Her name is Christine Brant Baranski. Yes. Oh, Christine Baranski. Yep. Oh, boy. And she's like the actual actress. Well, actual. I mean, she's the she's the seasoned she's had jobs. Yeah, she's the veteran actress. She's yeah. gonna quit the job to go on Broadway. Right, which seems like a better fit for her. She's almost Steve Martin's style. muse, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if that was his girlfriend at times, but then... Well, you know, no, they, they that comes it, up as a no. They keep it cash. <laughs> yeah. If it, if it is, they keep it cash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like Mir, baby. So Cashmere, he, get it? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> so he owns his own production studio does he i, I mean does he it's just a one-man shop it's like him yeah is he the seems pro. like he's got but he has like cast he's like don't leave like we're gonna make this movie like are they yeah. contracted to be with him no i think they're just people he knows and like our friends okay. and stuff, he, so. he even makes the actors pay to audition yeah so they so they won't expect a paycheck when they have to act it's brilliant <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, the, every bit of the way, he's he has some pretty smart ideas. <laughs> You're like, I'm on board with charging for these auditions. I mean, you got to make that buck stretch. He's got two grand in dollar bills that he's been saving since he was a little kid. Mm-hmm. Which is not enough. No. I, I did you like, saved two grand since He tells then? his buddy, yes, we've got this much. So he's like, movies cost millions of dollars. He's like, oh, that's that's all there. And then he just does a bunch of accounting. It's after budget. marketing and doubled it for Every whatever. movie yeah. cost $2,000. <laughs> yeah. So he wants to make this movie to sell it to overseas to like two countries just to make a little bit of profit? No, that was just an excuse. That was just an excuse at the end. Yes. That, that wasn't a legit thing. What was his... Was his Ideal goal to ideal get the producer to to distribute it. To distribute it. That was what Robbie yeah. Downey Jr. is a studio executive. So his plan was he like he was like, oh, if Kit Rams is in your movie mm-hmm. and you make it, I'll distribute your movie. Yeah. So he just needed to get it made so that yeah. he could get that later. Which it does. Robert Downey Jr. doesn't end up distributing it. It's all through Mindhead. I don't know. He to was, save face, right? Yeah, Murphy. I guess. Because but he mm-hmm. was at the premiere. He was. So I wasn't sure about this. Just curious. 
Yeah, he maybe he just wanted to see this movie that was maybe that this weirdo guy was talking about. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we can assume. Yeah, but we don't know. What do you know? I know that I loved that lady's acting, and then when she was Christine looking, Christine Bransky. Yes, when she was looking at her acting too, she was like <laughs> watching the her, dailies. Her eyes are like whoa. When you left Phoenix, it wasn't because you wanted to raise soybeans. You had to get away. Why? Why was it because you wanted me and it burned inside of you? I beg your pardon? Come back to Phoenix. Stop this madness. Let me in on whatever mission this is that you're doing. Do you know who I am? Of course. You're Keith Kincaid. You've come down from Wyoming with your damn UFOs. You bastard! Bastard! Yeah, she's yeah. got these giant eyes. I was like, I don't know. Chemistry I, is I, I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't sure if her eyes were just going like. I, maybe I took it a little too far with that little piece there. It was a bit wild. I, I paused yeah. during that scene to go do something. I came back. Her eyes were still gigantic. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was like a long they take got, on that. Oh my god, they got huge. Yeah, That's, there was the scene that she's witnessing was the one where the doggy they put high heels on it and it chases yes. Eddie Murphy down. The, the, which uh, was great. He's an ingenious filmmaker, I will say. There's there's their techniques for He's like ingenious. getting all this footage is great. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Oh man, the dog thing was great. <laughs> <laughs> and then cut together, it looks great. It yeah, works. Sure. He manages to get like Eddie Murphy to like or uh, Kit to exa- act exactly mm-hmm. like he was expecting. Except like the one time he runs into the place um, while they're shooting from inside the cafe, and then like, oh, uh, hi. Yeah. <laughs> You know who the strongest link on his team is? Jamie Kennedy. He really is. He does so much for Steve Barr. Yeah. Yep. Gets him film, gets him a camera, gets him cars, yep. gets him a... Uh, he basically makes that $2,000 work. Right. Yeah. Yep. It's like a, it's like whenever you get like the... Like an indie film comes out, everyone's like, everyone can shoot a movie for, you know, $5,000. And then you're like, they when they do the details, they're like, and then I also knew someone who happened to own a mansion. And I also knew someone who <laughs> owned a film rental studio. So I got those for free. And I mean, anyone it's so can do cheap. It. Anyone can do it, guys. <laughs> Look at me. So I, we also thought that he was the main actor in the movie, I think, in the first yeah. part. There's a guy who's just vanilla pants. Yes. Yeah, he's Don't like even, even vanilla pants Chris Klein. Yeah, yeah a that's bit. saying a lot. He's, he's like discount Chris Klein. <laughs> he is, actually. That's, that's, <laughs> so in, that's the most insulting thing you have ever said to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that poor actor and I'm doesn't so proud hear, of this. does not hear no. what you said just now. He's like one of our five listeners. I mean, like, so upset. <laughs> if we go down one listener, I quit. Yeah. Oh, geez. It's all your fault. But he... Is kind of just nothing. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's. I don't. I don't really, know why Steve I don't Martin. Know that guy. Like even brought him in there. The women in this movie have strong roles. Yeah. and characters, mm-hmm. and they're good. They are good. Heather Graham and Christina Bransky. Bransky. <laughs> Heather, Heather, Heather Graham, Graham is hilarious. Has a big part. Yeah, Heather she's Graham's hilarious fun. in this movie. Yeah, all her acting scenes. Her body is constantly wiggling all the time, and it's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> she plays it up. Yeah, yeah. she's she, really good. She's. She's just uh, working her way up in this business. She's literally, as they might say, straight off of the bus. She, yep. Yeah. You know, she's introduced. <laughs> she's like a cartoon coming in off a way. of us. Yep. And, yeah. And she asked someone like, "We're going to Hollywood." Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She she rolled up into Hollywood, no plan. Nope. Nope. She shows up at the audition with her suitcase because she still hadn't gone anywhere else before. Yeah, because she was dropped off at that curb. <laughs> mm-hmm. How did that happen? I don't know. Oh my gosh. But she's just trying to sleep her way to the top of the film industry. Yes. Yeah. And she ends up doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is... Which could be a weird joke, but I think it works joke. because every single guy is so hopeful that, like, they found true love. There's, yeah. there's so many and good she's, like, she's she uses movies. sex as a weapon. Yeah. Like, when, when uh, Steve Martin, after she, like, sleeps with Jamie Kennedy and, like, Steve Martin's mad about it. At oh, the very end of the film. It's the last person. Or, uh, and takes her... He, like, takes her back. He's like, I'm so... Like, I'm so mad. She's like, why? And he's like, because you slept with so-and-so. And she's like, so? And he's like, well, 
I hadn't thought about it that way. Uh, fair enough. Let's do dinner. Yeah. See <laughs> like, you at eight o'clock. <laughs> he's like, she, and I like how she goes from being that off the bus, you know, like fresh faced girl from Ohio. Then there's the scene later, like when she, she finds out before everyone else, like from Jamie Kennedy, that it's all a sham. Mm-hmm, and she's mm-hmm. just like, look, I'm, I'm, I might be from Ohio, but I'm not like from Ohio. Like she's just at that point, she's like a veteran of the industry. Yeah. And it's, it's a and good she's turnaround. she's learned her way because she also yeah. has to lead Kit Ramsey later on. Yes. yes. That final scene, which doesn't end up working out, but she she gets she a really good forward. job yeah she she really basically like she also holds it together in the end mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. she's like the most important everyone person. but just kind of get chris klein yeah <laughs> yeah he uh, he's bad I don't the whole really time know. Yeah. He, you don't really understand what his character is no in the, no. In the movie in, in the movie he he plays a secret agent in chubby rain yeah yeah he <laughs> confronts eddie murphy and he gets shot and he and comes back as an alien yep yeah but he was a CIA and then he has a car guy, chase, right? And then that's it. Yeah, I don't really know. <laughs> this yeah. is like, this is like, dude, where's my car? Yeah, it is. It is. It's like a bunch of random characters all interacting with one person. None of it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is fun mm-hmm. watching. I mean, it's one of those. It's it's like a a. Um, like little giants, like kind of a sports movie with the ragtag band of kids becomes the greatest sports team, but it's like this film crew. Like the crew itself is like a bunch of <laughs> Mexican immigrants. Like they yeah, just, that yeah. was funny. And, and then that was the, a good joke. They basically yeah. like go to Home Depot to pick up these <laughs> Mexican construction workers. Yep. Yeah, and they hold, think they're being like to kidnapped. Hold, uh, cameras and <laughs> microphones and stuff. It's like I'm gonna get the best crew my two thousand dollars can buy. But by the by the end of the film, they're like talking about like mise en scene and like the quality of cinema. <laughs> trying to open like, the aperture. <laughs> To give him a ring light. Yeah. And, and they're like, have you guys... seen Vertigo by Hitchcock? Yeah. <laughs> they're like a real film right. crew at the end. They end up yeah. like Good. working with Scorsese or something like that. They end up just like taking off and being this brilliant film crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is great because you're using those characters and creating a joke out of it. You see, right. you can yeah. see the, their development. And it's, yeah, it's a fun move through the film because as like the regular plot's developing, you get like the guy who does the clacker board gets like really good by the end of it. He like clacks it and does like crazy flips with it out of the frame. Really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I didn't even yeah. see that. He like rolls it out of the frame and stuff, and he like they they're all getting much like better and better at their jobs as the film goes, and like that ties into what we were saying about uh, Steve Martin just being ingenious. Like when they're shooting. The scene uh, where Kit Ramsey's eating at like the outdoor cafe, and he's like, "All right, lights!" And it's like the one of the crew had like the "Will work for food" sign on like a tinfoil board and just yep. turns to bounce some light into him. And I was like, yeah. "That's so funny! I love it! <laughs> it's so good!" And uh, we didn't really say this up front, but uh, Frank Oz directed this movie, yeah, yeah which written that. by Steve Martin, yeah, mm-hmm. directed by Frankie Oz. I didn't. I also didn't realize this was an Imagine, which maybe. Picture. Maybe they worked on it together because there's a lot of like the character creating practical effects and you know You think it was based on either one of them experience is in like early filmmaking, like in the seventies or something? I imagine so. You think Maybe. it was drawn on anything in real life? I didn't really follow up in any interviews or anything with the movie, but No. Well, my my first thought is that like Steve Martin's characters may be imitating Roger Corman in a way. For sure. One or of like those. Like Lloyd guys, Kaufman. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just like the guy that doesn't really know what he's doing exactly, but is going to make it regardless of how good it is or bad it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the only connection I can really see uh, throughout this movie. The other thing, too, is what what was up with that? The ponytail? The ponytail thing that it's he fake. took it's off. It's a phony pony. We mentioned it was in part a phony one, ponytail. we weren't sure if it was fake or not or something. But I was it, like, there's the ponytail. There's no reference to it. And then he just takes it off. Is it Was it only for the scene where he talks to robert downing jr is that because that's he the put only it back time on i after noticed that? It. no he put it he took it off right before that meeting oh, and then it it never, back on later? It, he never put it back on okay mm. just one of those I, little gags that's in the background yeah i didn't i don't understand did anybody know why that happened it was a joke yeah just a joke okay <laughs> just an absurdist joke yeah yeah got it man. this movie doesn't quite have a plot it has like a setup and things happening to get it to the end but the characters yeah. aren't, there's no, like, driving force. There's no, like, There's nothing motivating them to make this right. movie. It's just, yeah. the mm-hmm. sh- it's just Steve Martin's like, wanting to bring it to life. Yeah, they all kind of have a veneer of, like, well, they introduced Steve Martin with, like, his overdue phone bill. And, like, he's clearly, like, on the verge of just, like, losing it. 
I think, which is why he was desperate. They kind of don't bring it back up I don't really believe that. But yeah, they did not really establish it. They just go zero to uh, he has a script that his accountant wrote. Yeah, I wanted like people like constantly hounding him for bills or something like that. Yeah, Yeah. that would have been good. Like people strong arming him for money. Well, like Jamie Kennedy's character, like the reason he is willing to help so much is because he like he gets to be the cameraman and like actually do all the stuff that he's been wanting. Because he's just a gopher, I think, at the studio, Mm -hmm. and like he's always wanted to be like a higher up member of the crew. And this time he'll get to be like you know the camera operator essentially for the film. And so that's why. So he has some motivation, but Steve Martin's like described motivation is very unusual and doesn't. It it seems weak. He he keeps saying. Uh, well, he says in the beginning about wanting to get like a letter delivered to him by a FedEx person, right? Mm-hmm. Which is basically like an ex- uh, invitation to the Oscars, I imagine. Mm-hmm. But is that your only motivation to make this movie? Yeah, yeah, I he wants so. the fame, just like the recognition. Yeah, he wants. That's exactly. He just wants to be known as a like a real serious Hollywood person because he's on he's, the fringe. But he's going about it in such like. A poor way yes. like it's not gonna <laughs> yes. end up getting the result that he really wants he picked a bad script and is going up he's going about yeah. everything the wrong way well he talks yeah. about how he's like oh he's like i'm 48 and once you turn 50 you're dead in this town like if you haven't made it yet like when mm-hmm. then no one will hire you so he like he creates these like artificial reasons why it has to be done now and why and but I think he's yeah. just. It feels like he's also just a constant liar. Maybe like, so you can't really believe right. anything. Exactly. Right. Maybe, maybe I'm reading like maybe we're reading way too into it. Maybe he's trying to trick himself. Maybe it's like it's it's not clear. Kit sort of has goals. He wants to be the African American Arnold Schwarzenegger. In his words, that's what he says. And yeah. he wants to take those cheerleaders down a couple pegs. <laughs> well, there's well, some... okay. <laughs> well, just on. keep it together. Keep it together. Keep it together. He's keep hearing together. voices in his head telling him to do that. Yeah. But that's his motivation, though. <laughs> right. He's, he's a True. crazy person. <laughs> yes. But he ends up getting what he wants because he gets the big line at the end of this movie. So he sort of wins, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And that shot, that last shot is just so... It's like they got a, an actual good camera to shoot that <laughs> with a crane. Yes. Jamie Kennedy's camera wasn't bad. It's like a 16 millimeter or 35 millimeter camera. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it was nice looking shots he was getting. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I think they referenced it at one point. Yeah. They're like, "Well, just shoot the rest on the 16," and they like start running with it. And mm-hmm. 16 mil- millimeter can look great. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they were getting like they had all the gear. Like when he gets the the crane truck and like they're doing the car chase with that, like as it's disguised as an ice cream truck slash tree. Yeah, that was <laughs> like, funny. It's Beautiful. all really good. <laughs> there was something that didn't really get paid off though, is when Steve Martin and Heather Graham hook up. And she leaves the room, and he steals her credit card to buy more yeah. film stuff. Yeah, that never gets resolved in any way. She never gets finds out or gets mad. Yeah, yeah, that's or uh, anything about that. Yeah, that's a good point. There's mm-hmm. there's some weak moments in this script. There are. There's like little Loose setups ends, for things yeah. that don't pay off. Don't go anywhere. They don't go anywhere. Brad, yeah. Do not almost famous this movie. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to God, Brad. If you do it, if you ruin this for me, I'm not going out of my way to almost famous Bowfinger. But there, there no, this, are these, uh, these this little movie moments. Was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's not a strong movie. Oh, I love this movie. I thought it was great. So you're wrong. Is what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I wouldn't disagree you're kind with of you. On, on a ride, and you don't yeah. really know where it's going. I, I mean, I didn't. I enjoy. I watched it all the way through. I didn't want to shut it off or pause it at any moment. I always feel bad because as as much as I like ridicule. Every time, like, Hollywood makes a movie about Hollywood, and, like, mm. it blows up, and yeah. I'm always like, what a joke. No. I love movies about Hollywood. You were so mad Hollywood. when the artist came out. I was Andy. real mad when the you artist came so out. You were so mad when the artist came out. You were like, I'm out. an artist. <laughs> uh, yeah. I was Why like, do you gotta make a movie about him? I'm not in this movie. What's going on? <laughs> um, I, I, I really did not care for the artist. And then it, really? all, it stole all the awards. I love that movie. All the other movies that it deserved it more. I was very upset about it. Wow. It I was, it was a well-made movie. movie, but I thought there was a lot of better movies out there, and they were like... Um, I thought it was a very creative film. Movies about making other movies. Boogie Nights, Tropic Thunder, Hugo, Adaptation, Mulholland Drive, The Aviator, Zack and Mary Make a Porno, Get Shorty, Wes Craven's A New Nightmare, and the movie I was thinking about in part one starring Steve Buscemi, Living in Oblivion. Living Aside from those last three, which I haven't seen, I love all those movies. <laughs> yeah, they're all good. You haven't seen Get Shorty? Oh, I have seen Get Shorty. Oh, okay. the next I one. saw Be oh, Cool, yeah. and I didn't see Get Shorty. Mm. Mm, maybe Get Shorty before you Be Cool. I've, I thought that was the order. Nope. 
Incorrect. Oh, oh. You messed Dang it up. Okay. You done messed up. I watched okay. the first 10 minutes of Hugo, and I was like, this movie's great. I can't wait to watch it with somebody, and then I just never watched it with Hugo anybody. is really good. That's it a, seemed like a great film. It's a, it was, it was, that's a movie where when the trailers came out, I was like, no, pass. And then I watched <laughs> it years later when it was like on Blu-ray, and someone had it. The movie's great. It's, it's, a, it's a great film. Great film. Scorsese. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, those I, are all the ones I just want to write down. There's a ton those. more. The, watching this movie makes me want to make a movie, which I think one of you guys mentioned, I think, in the part one. Yeah, like how this is a movie that yeah. could inspire you to want to be a filmmaker because you get to see how, mm-hmm. essentially, how movies get made in a weird way, but... Mm-hmm. It's a fun. It's always fun to see that process because it's like, oh, it's okay. also like looking at it. It's, it feels kind of idealistic the yes. way that they're shooting the movie. <laughs> it's like it's gritty and it's it's gorilla on the streets and none of this is gonna work. Yeah, and there's there's an appeal to it versus just like, all right, action, cut. All right, we're gonna wait like forty five minutes, set up the next shot. And- yeah. <laughs> Make sure we get all the like that. we gotta get all the VFX mats and we gotta yeah. like get so yeah. So you get like in this movie you get the fun stuff of making a film. Yeah. You know what my favorite part and character of the movie was? What's that? When the real life police officer guy yes. gets his big break moment. Oh my god, his acting is great. <laughs> his acting it's so, is good. so good. It's so good. Please, one at a time. I can't hear you. Hey, Ramsey, hey, come on now. Number thirteen on Premier's powerless. What are you doing now? Uh, tough guys like you. Don't get far in this world, mister. We've been getting pursued by alien forces. Oh, aliens. Put your hands up. <laughs> so, so Steve Martin is going to meet Eddie Murphy's character at some place to get the last shot of the film or another shot of the, the film in some sort of suit warehouse, men's warehouse they're at. And the police is like, you got, you got a permit to shoot here? And he's like, uh, no, but you ever want to be in a movie? And that cop's like, yeah, he, he, yeah. He and then totally he just, <laughs> and then he just kind of gets brought into the film. Yeah, I yeah. Was, give him funny. a line, and it's just like the most like naturally. It's a, it's someone acting so well, poorly and naturally at the same time. Yeah, it's one of those when mm-hmm. you're when seeing, which is so fun to watch <laughs> when an actual yeah. actor can watching act a good actor act. act poorly. <laughs> it, it's a challenge. It's yeah. a weird challenge. Yeah. Like. I mean, like, I remember when, when like, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place came out, and you watch it, and you're like, haha, it's funny, because it's supposed to be, like, a crummy, low-budget show, and then, like, we tried to do a video short that was similar to that, and it's so hard to do it and not just be bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so hard <laughs> to shoot something to look bad and it not be bad. Yeah. And that cop was great. <laughs> he was. I'd really forgotten funny. about him until like the car chase. They, like the police pulled him over. I was like, oh geez. Like, and then the cop stepped out, and I was like, oh, that's right. <laughs> like I completely <laughs> forgotten about the earlier interaction, even. Yeah. Yeah, oh, and then man. the other the other guy, the guy that wrote <laughs> the movie, yes, shows the actor. He's the other cop, and he his arm just falls right <laughs> off. His face, <laughs> the face melting. Yeah. yeah. And he's like really proud to make that machine, like yes. he, the the goo out of the forehead machine. That was he's so like, good. He ended up showing Steve Martin that, and Steve Martin was bummed out about something else. Yeah, mm-hmm. another element of the plot that just like didn't matter. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I did think about this while I was watching the movie because these movies came out in the same year, but this reminded me if you look at it from Kit's perspective of the game. Mm. Okay. The game. Another Frank Oz film. No, that's, that's a. Score. a that's the score. The game is with Sean Penn and Michael Douglas. Yes. It's uh, David Fincher. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're like, something's going on that Michael Douglas doesn't really that movie, understand. So before I saw that movie, people kind of already like told me the twists and the plots and stuff like that. And I was watching the movie, and I was like, when are them twists and, twists and plots going to happen? And I was like, is that the, is that the twist and plot? <laughs> is there going to be another twist and plot? How many twists and plots is there going to be? Yeah, and I it was like, I just the whole movie I was very is frustrated just like watching a the twit. Film. They're like, we have this really s- silly idea, mm-hmm. and yeah, just watch Michael Douglas freak out for an hour. <clears throat> what year? Did the twist movie. doesn't. The twist doesn't really add up. Is there just How one much twist? money yeah. did they use to for this guy for, to go through the game? the game? Like millions of dollars? Yeah, I, that they, it was all pro bono work. <laughs> it's a movie I watched once way back, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm not, check this one off. I don't need to come Everybody back here." Everybody kept talking to me how great it was, and I was like, mm, nah, I, "I mean, the plot know. just doesn't make sense." I'm like, "Why is? Why would you do this?" If you were going to bookend this movie with another movie about Hollywood, I would just say, "Go watch The Player." I think that's yes. like a great kind of black comedy version of mm-hmm. this goofy comedy version. The Player is a really good movie, and I love that a lot. And this film reminded me a lot of it. Not in just in the humor, but just in you know, the content of the film. It's like the same time period in Hollywood too. I think so. Mm-hmm. 
And that, that's, it was, it was really fun to watch. <laughs> I got nothing else other than Did this Did we get movie, your list, Brad? This movie being pretty fun. I thought maybe we'd run a little short on part two, so I made a little game. Oh, oh, oh did you? Okay. Oh, I like games. We were talking about 90s movies oh, with Eddie Murphy in them. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a year, and you give me what movie you think came out that year for Eddie Murphy. We're gonna, okay. We're gonna keep track of okay. it. Okay. I'm okay. Give this it. is a little backwards from the way that my brain works. Yeah. A little bit years. backwards. I was say so, this game would have been a shoe in if he did it the other way. That's why I'm doing it this like, way. Oh God. And I, and there's ten movies, so I'm also getting Andy to go first. So okay. I get two. Is that how? That, I don't know how that works, but he's going first. Andy, what movie came out in 1990 that started Eddie Murphy? 1990. Beverly Hills Cop 1. Incorrect. Shit. Andy Moldenhauer, what movie came out in 92? Starred Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> Just keep guessing Beverly Hills Cop until you get one. <laughs> I'm bound to get it. 92? Man. There were two of them. Oh my god. Uh, Harlem Nights? Incorrect. Andy, the 92 movie. You have, you have two options here. That's another 92 movie? Mm-hmm. Holy shit. <laughs> There's two 92 films. What was he doing in 92? <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you the list at the very end. Okay. All right. I'm gonna, Pluto Nash, I'm just throwing that away because I know that's not 92. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. 94, Andy Moldenauer. Nutty Professor. Incorrect. Oh, I was off by a year. 95. Nutty Andy, Professor. Andy Hubert. Incorrect. God damn it, Andy. <laughs> 96. <laughs> Andy Moldenhauer. This is the Nutty Professor. <laughs> yep, it sure is. It sure is. Got him. 97. Oh Andy Hubert. 97. I'm surprised you're not like going back and asking me. No. Ah, oh, you're not doing like trade-offs. No trade-offs. No steals. No stealsies. No. Nope. Why? Because <laughs> it's too so back and steal. Like then you ask me. Uh-uh. Because I'm trying to get through it. I'm trying got to get through it. The got game. it. Okay. It's more of a speed thing. Yeah. Ninety-seven. Is this the clumps? Incorrect. Ninety-eight. Andy Moldenauer. Holy man. That's one of them. Ooh. Okay. There, there were three. Three in 98. Jesus. Can I guess all three? A- Andy Hubert, give me a 98 movie. Beverly Hills Cop 3. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, they came out like 93. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Andy Moldy, 98 movie. Nutty Professor of the Clumps? No. Oh, we're moving on. 99. Andy Hubert. Pluto Nash. No. <laughs> there were two. What's that? In 99? Yeah. Is it Nutty Professor the Club? No. <laughs> Why? Bowfinger. Oh, God. Oh, God. 99? Yeah. I thought this movie came out in 97. Okay, here we I go. Saw, I thought it was 98 originally. Here's the list of Eddie Murphy movies in the okay. 90s. Please. 1990, Another 48 Hours. Oh. 92, gosh. Two Movies, Boomerang, and Distinguished Gentleman. I don't know either of those. Beverly Hills Cop 3, 94. Vampire in Brooklyn was 95. When was, was, oh, wait, wait, wait when was Beverly Hills Cop 1? Is that 88 or something? 84. 84. Wow, holy shit. Nutty Professor, 96. Andy got that right. 97 was Metro. 98 was Mulan. Oh, oh that's right. right. Dr. Doolittle and Holy Man. Dr. And then 99, Doolittle. we had Life and Bowfinger. Life? Can we watch that movie? I love that movie. <laughs> I have no idea what that I'm movie no, is. I have no idea what that movie it's is. It's got Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy in it. Sounds good. It takes place oh, in like they, oh, the 30s yeah. or 40s or and something like that. And they just like got that. out of, they like escaped jail or something? Or? So they go to jail. Like the, the whole this, the, the, the movie's in like three parts, yeah. Yeah. Where it's them as basically criminals. Now I remember this. And like, they just like can't get rid of each other and they're like bonded for life. That sounds good. Mm-hmm. I'd watch that. And you go through like three, you get all through like decades with these two characters as they get older. It's really good. Let's do it. It's a great film. <laughs> there's, there's, there's some good uh, Eddie Murphy movies out there. Not on that list. Not no. on the '90s list. There's one on there. I think <laughs> Moana. You're missing the finger, '80s list. Yeah. I mean, the, the Night Professor has its moments. Mm. I guess it's not oh, that it's great. Good. Though. Come on. Mm. Come on. Go back and watch the Jerry mm-hmm. Lewis one, and you'll be like. Eddie Murphy was way better. Not till Shrek came out, did he? Like, yeah. Was Betty, Beverly Hills Cop three good? Come back. No, I liked it, but I saw it when Can't. I was a kid. People hated it. I think I think I saw that one first. Okay. 
And then I saw Beverly Hills Cop 1, and I've never seen 2. <laughs> you were like, just leave I've it at 1. It I don't need to see it all out of order. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for joining us on this Eddie Murphy Bowfinger fun little... Do that. Part two. Do that. Do that. Do diddles. Do diddles. Do little. Dr. Doolittle. Got it. Over. Thanks for rating, liking, and subscribing to this podcast. And rating, liking, and subscribing to Andy Loves Chips, our brand new podcast, where Andy Moldenhauer, Andy Hubert, and I review potato chips. The next What Remember movie has the tagline, Beyond the innocence of youth and the wisdom of age lies the wonder of Cocoon. We remember Cocoon. From the farthest corner of a distant galaxy and the deepest feelings of the human soul comes a fantasy to fill your heart. I feel tremendous. I'm ready to take all the world. It is everything you've dreamed of. It is nothing you expect. Oh, I can keep a secret. I won't tell anybody. It's hard to know who to trust. It is the mystery of an awesome secret. It is the miracle of everlasting life. We'll never be sick. We won't get any older and we won't ever die. Beyond the innocence of youth and the wisdom of age lies the wonder of Cocoon. Century Fox presents the new film from the producers of Jaws and the director of Splash, Cocoon.